What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Wave Break Podcast. I'm your host, Dylan Kelly, founder and CEO of Wave Break, the leading e-commerce email marketing agency, number one in the world. <laughs> How's everybody doing? I'm super excited for this episode. By the way, no ads to fast forward through in this one. Um, <laughs> no, but uh, seriously, shout out to Clavio and Rewind. Um, they're not sponsoring this episode, but uh, that's because it's a special episode. We're going to start doing these. I'm going to start doing episodes where it's like just me and you. I'm going to hop on the mic and we're going to talk about what we're doing at Wavebreak. Uh, you know, last year was a really good year for us in 2019. We grew a ton. The team expanded. We've got an amazing team in place and we we're able to generate millions of dollars in revenue for our clients and help their businesses scales, uh, scale like a lot, like, you know, a lot of our clients doubled and just grew like crazy. Like we even had a client who did, um, eight figures in, uh, eight figures in 2018. They doubled again in 2019, which is just freaking insane. And it's so fun to be a part of that growth. And today I'm going to be talking to that, like profitable e-commerce growth. How do you do it? This is actually a new series that we've started on our email list, on our website. We're turning it into an in-depth guide. Um, but we're talking about retention marketing and the three pillars of profitable e-commerce growth. And uh, like I said, yeah, three pillars, there's three parts. Today, we're going to be diving into part one. But before we get into part one, what I'm going to do is give you just a high-level overview. So retention marketing, it's this concept of you know extracting more revenue from your business with your existing customer base and email list. Um, and whenever you try to search this up, like now, all you're going to find is just a bunch of garbage. Uh, you know, there's some stats, there's some quotes, and then everybody's pitching their software, whether it's some e-commerce app or, you know, an email software. <laughs> That's not what we're going to be talking about today. Today, we're going to be diving into some, like, this is high-level strategy. This is some CEO boss-level stuff. If you're in an e-commerce store that's generating over seven figures, over eight figures, like, this one's for you. Um, and in 2020, what we're calling 2020 at Waiver Break is the year of retention. And here's why. It's based on a simple principle, and that is this. When growth comes, retention should follow. And so many e-commerce brands get this wrong, but today I'm going to be explaining, and over the next few weeks, we're going to drop a, an episode like this every couple weeks. Um, you can follow along on our email list. I'll teach you how to get on it at the end to get the, the posts, and you can get them ahead of time. But I'll also be doing audio here on the podcast. Um and yeah, super excited for the series because here's the trend that we see over and over in e-commerce, right? And uh, this might even sound exactly like your store, but like basically you find initial success on the back of one or two highly successful marketing channels or campaigns or product mentions, marketing tactics, blah, blah, blah. And that allows you to grow fast. From there, you build, you double down on your team, you order more inventory, you know, every single order gets bigger and bigger and you keep doing more of what's working. But as you do this, you keep increasing the risk in your business. Uh, because when that campaign or marketing channel or publicity or whatever stops working, well, that's when you have a problem. And that's what I saw before I started Wavebreak. And one of the reasons why I started it, I was working with a client and their Facebook ads traffic just dried up overnight. And think about the impact that would have on your business. We've seen this over the last couple of years in the health niche um, with um, you know brands being penalized on the SEO front because they're in the health niche and the impact that can have on their sales and revenue. And that's why, you know, in 2020, this is a big focus of ours, helping you diversify and doubling down on the relationships that you already have as they continue to become more and more, and more important for the continued success of your store. 
And um, th this means that you, you don't have to just hope anymore that customers are going to come in through SEO and Facebook. And this isn't to scare you or anything. Like those places probably aren't going anywhere. But what if there is an off month? What if the, you know something does happen? And uh, we're going to talk more about the numbers and scale in a second. And you'll see how the numbers worked out when you focus on your existing customer base and email list. They've spent years building and you know potentially millions of dollars in ad spend uh, to grow that you're just not leveraging. Um, so this is what we're trying to do. We're trying to get you to start thinking more about retention, especially for 2020. Cause like we're coming fresh out of black Friday. Um, you know, if you didn't have too hot or maybe you had a great black Friday, but like, you know, your email marketing wasn't dialed in. I mean, now is the time to get it dialed in. Like it takes months to ramp, um, you know, a successful program. So you're going to want to start sooner than later so that when that time does come, you're set and you're good to go. So without further ado, what are the three pillars of profitable growth and how do they fit into retention marketing? So retention marketing pillar number one is the numbers. And so before we get too deep into all of this, you know, relationship building stuff and email marketing stuff, like what we need to do is figure out whether the juice is worth the squeeze. So what, what that means is like, okay, so what can retention marketing do for your revenue versus what's happening today? How much money are you leaving on the table? How much more could you be making? So for example, you know, a baseline effort in investing in retention in email can add 10% to general revenue for most stores. And that's just the beginning. So, uh, and that's what we're, like I said, we're going to be diving deeper into that this episode, walking you through the numbers and the math of retention. But don't worry, it's not like the boring math, you know, school stuff. Like this is fun business math. Like, you know, when you're doing your projections and you're like, how much money am I going to make? That kind of stuff. Um, then later, we're going to dive into pillar number two, which is brand. Uh, branding is super important and it's going to be even more important in 2020. Like you used to be able to just throw up a store and make money. Now you need a brand and having a brand makes it so much easier to grow and building reputation and brand loyalty that keeps people coming back. The easiest way to do it retention marketing. It's way more powerful and profitable than cranking up more ad spend on Facebook. Uh, you know, if you think about how Apple, right, you know, I'm, I'm holding my phone in my hand. I have an iPhone 10, iPhone X, whatever it's called. Um, I haven't gotten a new iPhone in, you know, I think it's been years at this point. Uh, but there's somebody out there with the brand new AirPod Pros, with the brand new MacBook Pro, with the brand new iPhone. I don't even know which one we're on anymore. <laughs> but like, you know that guy. And then they, when you insult them and say it's the same phone as this, they're like, no, 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 it's not, right? That is brand loyalty. That's what you can do with email. And then we're also going to talk about the flip side of that, which are, you know, the bad practices to avoid that can damage your brand. So things like, you know, quick revenue flash sale emails and different things like that that you might be doing that could be impacting your brand in a negative manner. Um, and then retention pillar mark, uh, retention marketing pillar number three is going to be seasonality. So like, you know, going through the slow season or, you know, complaining about the fire drills during the hot season when you're running around like a, a chicken with your head cut off, uh, trying to make as much money as possible without everything falling apart. You know, it's crazy, right? But what's great about retention and investing in your existing customer base with email is that you have the ability to both maximize revenue during upturns as well as lessen the impact of downturns throughout the year. It sounds like a superpower, but that's how powerful a focus on retention is. So that's pillar number three. Today, we're going to be diving into pillar number one, the first pillar retention marketing by the numbers. So listen, if you're like me, you don't want to go back to school. You definitely don't want to sit in the classroom. And last thing you want to talk about is math. That's why what we did was um, just create a really simple calculator that you can use. So I'm going to put a link down in the show notes below uh, at wavebreak.co slash retention dash marketing. Super quick. It's only two questions. Just answer it. And then you're going to find out exactly how much money that you're leaving on the table 
when you're not maximizing your revenue from email. Okay, so let's jump into this. So go, actually, you know, we're not gonna jump in. What am I trying to say? We're gonna pause here. Pause here for a second. Go click the link, enter the numbers, and then figure out how much you're leaving on the table. So I'm gonna wait a few seconds. If I was, you know, if I, if I was hardcore, I would edit some Jeopardy music in here. But Well, that's not Jeopardy. But uh, I was gonna do it, but then I butchered it. And now I'm very self-conscious. I hope you're honoring those numbers. If you're not, uh, maybe I will edit it in. I don't know. It depends. <laughs> mm, okay. What was the number that popped out? Say it out loud. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Hopefully you just didn't do that while driving. Quick disclaimer. I hope you didn't do that while driving. Hopefully you're at the gym or something. Uh, okay. So what does that number pop out mean to you? Does it make you excited? Does it make you feel bad because it's a lot of money? Uh, you know, if you, if you want to get moving on that number, you might just want to schedule a call with us by going to wavebreak.co slash call also linked up down in the show notes below. But if that's not the case, you should at least be intrigued by like, okay, where's that money? How do I access it? Okay. And, and the last, you know, that minimum, the one thing I want you to take away from this conversation is that there's another lever that you can pull to scale your business that doesn't involve ad spend or dependence on, you know, the market or influencers or whatever you're using now. So when we say retention marketing, what exactly do we mean by that? What I mean by retention, and, and I kind of use retention and email, you know, at the same time, but there's some other different retention channels. You think SMS, loyalty, those sorts of things. Um, but as far as clarifying retention marketing, um, basically, right, there's three ways to grow your business. Number one, increase the number of customers. Number two, increase your average order value. And number three, increase the number of times customers buy again. Right, so there's only three. There might be, you know, a million tactics for marketing, but there's only three ways to grow your business. And what's great about retention marketing is it addresses points number two and three, increasing average size of order as well as increasing the number of times people come back. And we want people to stay longer as customers because then we can increase their lifetime value, and then we want them to come back more so we can increase their purchase frequency. And both of these form the magical profit-producing lifetime value that every store in e-commerce should be relentlessly focused on increasing. So the formula is pretty straightforward. So let's say you run a store that sells a $90 product uh, or you have a $90 average order value currently um, and you're selling it to 10,000 customers. That means you've got a 900,000 a year business on your hands. We're just going to keep the numbers high level to make it easy. So what you could do is say, okay, well, we want to double our business. We want to hit, um, you know, 20,000 customers, right? <laughs> so let's ramp up our ad spend, except that's a terrible idea because, I mean, that's a lot of work, doubling your ads and, like, doubling your traffic and doubling your customers. But what's easier is improving each element of the equation we just talked about by 25%. You do that and you've doubled your revenue. So and so, just increasing customers by 25% to 12,500 customers, increasing your average order value from $90 to $112, and increasing your orders per year from 1 to 1.25. You end up with almost 1.8 million, which is almost double, uh, or which is double, you know, 900,000 a year. And that's so freaking easy. Increasing everything by 25%, that's doable. Trying to just double the front end, I mean, that's pretty stressful. You can do it, but that's freaking hard. So that, that's thanks to, you know, <laughs> this disease that we have in the e-commerce world, which is that we're obsessed with increasing customers, but we forget about the other two parts of the equation. And so assuming that you're growing, you have a consistent baseline of revenue established, the second two elements, increasing average order and increasing orders per year, 
far more powerful profit generation tools available to you. And we're going to dive more into that. So listen, customer acquisition, it's essential for growth, but it's not the end all be all. You can't just stop there and build a sustainable business and scale it to a hundred million a year. There's like so much math behind this, like uh, from a Harvard business school analyst, uh, an analyst analysis, they found that increasing customer retention rates by 5% increases profits by 25% to 95%. Listen, like that should wake you up. Like not only do you get more revenue, but it's the most profitable revenue of all time. And that brings us to the next part of the equation, which is not all revenue is created equal. Now, more business isn't always good business, right? Because most initial consumer purchases either come at a loss or they're just not as profitable. And the longer that a customer is retained and the more they order and the more they spend, the more profit they generate. So basically, revenue from new customers is far less profitable than revenue from existing customers. And you already knew this. You already know this, but you're not doing anything about it. And this is the same thing. uh, You know, I I love The Office. I've watched it way too many times than I want to admit. It's my go-to show just to throw on. And, um, you know, like everybody, I love it. Um, The American version, of course. But um, Michael Scott learned this lesson from Ryan um, in the office. So Michael's like, oh, you think you know a lot about business, Ryan? And Ryan's like, nope, I, you know, I just started. And then, um, you know, Michael's like, quiz me. And then Ryan's like, okay, so why have people been rethinking the Microsoft model in the past few years? And Michael's like, oh, and Ryan's like, is it cheaper to sign a new customer or keep an existing customer? And Dwight says, you know, because he's a genius, keep an existing. And then Michael says, shut it. Can I just do it, please? And then he says it's equal. And then Ryan says, it's 10 times more expensive to sign a new customer. Isn't that crazy? And this is where our friend, you know, customer acquisition cost or CAC, as we like to call it, (laughs) um, you know, comes into play. So like, let's say you spend $100,000 on advertising last month and you got 10,000 orders placed. You know, that's that would be a cost customer acquisition cost of like ten bucks, right? And that's you know, good or bad, it depends on the business. If you're a car dealership and you're selling Mercedes Benz and you have an acquisition cost of ten dollars, you're crushing it. But if you have an order that's, you know, placed by customers at twenty five bucks with a hundred percent markup, that means you make uh twelve fifty per sale. And from that, um, it just doesn't look that great after you take your gross mar after you take your gross margin, um, the customer acquisition in- into account. You're you're barely profitable, and that's what happens on the front end. But you need to be able to do that to grow. So where does the profit come in? Well, it comes on the back end from the follow up email campaign, right? So let's say you know they fall in love with your organic ribeye steaks or you know your jewelry or whatever, and then they decide to order a second time. You know after they get a reminder email. Now you have fifty dollars in revenue from a customer that costs thirteen dollars to acquire. Let's say you spent ten dollars on um, you know the initial acquisition, and then you spent three dollars to send the email, right? Now. Um, you know, it gets a lot more profitable because you're, you're spending a third of the money on marketing because that's how cheap email is. And that is how you start to scale your business. That's the secret. By focusing on retention marketing after that first purchase, you can reduce your marketing costs over time significantly. And that's not even taking account the concept of brand elevation, which is what we're going to talk about next. So as your brand comes more visible, uh, it's going to cost less and less to generate a sale uh, for the same reasons we just illustrated. Um, plus, you know, people know your brand, blah, blah, blah. We already talked about that. And in the end, your existing customer base 
that's where the profit lies. So head over to waybreak.co, enter the calculator if you didn't, figure out how much you're leaving money on the table. Um, and yeah, that's, that's what you need to do. You should probably reach out. Uh, because the opportunity here is getting more out of what you already have. Uh, let me give you some examples. Like we have clients, you know, it's it, our average client generates $300,000 a month from our services. <laughs> Isn't that insane? You know, sometimes more. We have clients who generate over a million a month and sometimes less. We have clients who generate, um, you know, we had a client last month who made $70,000. But either way, that's a lot of money and it's all found money and it's all inside your business already. It's profitable, it's sustainable, it supports the growth uh, long-term of the business, and that's what retention is all about. But here's the deal. Retention marketing is a ton of work, and you have to do it in order to get those results. So here's what to do. If you didn't already, start with our simple calculator at wavebreak.co slash retention dash marketing, link down in the show notes. Um, use that calculator, and then figure out what you're leaving on the table. And then from there, identify your opportunities. You know, think about, you know, what could a renewed focus on retention and email do to your business? And then number three, reach out for help. This is our bread and butter. We perfected this over the last four years, how to maximize email revenue for e-commerce businesses. And our discovery process is designed to evaluate exactly what we've talked about here. We're very picky about who we work with, uh, but if we do think we can help you, we'll invite you to work with us. And to start that process, all you gotta do is get a wavebreak.co slash call. You'll fill out a short form, which will give us all the info we need to decide if it's worth speaking together. If it's worth speaking together, we'll go from there and we'll dive into your business and figure out if you're a fit for what we do. And you'll book a call with me directly, Dylan Kelly, founder and CEO of Waybreak. Yes, you'll be talking to my voice, except it won't be here on the podcast. When you say hello, I'll actually respond hello, and it will be great. And also, if you want to get the rest of the series and you want to get the letters um, uh, from our newsletter and you want to get the articles before the podcast comes out, the podcast is coming out about a week after uh, the original article, you can go sign up and put your email in for our newsletter at the same link. Uh, wavebreak.co slash retention dash marketing. I'm super excited to continue this series. If you're interested in, uh, you know, if, if this all makes sense to you and you want to scale your business by adding email marketing and maximizing your email revenue, come talk to us, wavebreak.co slash call. And uh, yeah, we'll talk further. And before you know it, you'll be on the road to scaling your business and doubling again, just like our clients did last year. So without further ado, that's it for this episode. Thanks so much for listening. And I hope you guys have a fantastic day. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. I hope you got something valuable out of it. Subscribe to get notified when new episodes drop. And if you want to work with me, head over to wavebreak.co to learn more. Thanks again for listening. I'll see you next week.